God bless you, it's Apostle Anthony Wilson. Welcome you to Love Thy Neighbor. As we have done, you know, all week long, we're going to open up with some worship. Uh, we're going to get into the presence of the Lord, and then we're going to get into our interviews and updates for today. Um, I pray that you're staying safe, uh, that you're following uh, the protocol so that you, you and your family uh, can get through uh, this time of crisis um, as we prepare uh, ourselves uh, to figure out what life looks like for the next few weeks. Um, my prayer is that you stay in God's presence, that you find yourself studying more, praying more, worshiping more. Um, and so as we take some time just to help you with that, um, let's just worship the Lord for a few minutes.
I pray that you lay everything right on the altar, uh, especially in this time and season. Uh, no fear, no anxiety, but everything we lay it on the altar. Uh, after these messages, we'll be right back and we'll get into our discussion for today. God bless you. Uh, this is Love Thy Neighbor. All right, here we go. God bless you. This is Apostle Anthony Wilson uh, with Love Thy Neighbor. Um, just glad to be on here again. Hope you enjoyed the worship. Um, this uh, segment today, uh, we're going to be sitting with a great friend of mine. I've been wanting to get on, get him on here for a while. Just happy that we could get it done. I hate that it's because of this global crisis that everybody is kind of stuck indoors, but it gives an opportunity um, to catch up and do some things that we couldn't do. So uh, there is a positive in this. Um, the updates, um, the, the spread is still happening. Um, we're over 230,000 globally. Um, we have almost 90,000 people recovering um, as of right now. China just broke 3,400 in deaths. So we want to continue to pray for China um, right here in America. We're up over 10,000 people have contracted um, this virus. Um, we have quite a few recovering. Uh, but not as many as we would like to see. If you're like me and you live here in Colorado, uh, Colorado has gotten up to about 221 people um, have the virus. Um, there are no right now um, people recovering. And I think it's because it's still early in the incubation period uh, for a lot of the people here in Colorado. Um, um, I'm actually in Pueblo where there's only been one person 
that has contracted the virus uh, in this particular area, but they're starting testing all over the place. And so our hearts are going out to the nation. Um, our hearts are going out to friends and family that are across the country. We got family members all over this country. Uh, and so we want to keep them in prayer. Um, make sure you're staying safe, washing your hands, hand sanitizer, um, you know, make sure that you're limiting your contact. Um, yeah, you got to go out, you got to go to store, you got to do different things, but stay safe and stay prayerful um, in this time and in this season, uh, which brings me to um, a guy that I've known for many years, um, a friend of mine from before Christ, <laughs> you know, and after Christ. Um, he's a pastor. He's the founder of DTB Dance Ministry, um, a.k.a. people know him as Church Boy. Um, he's also the assistant pastor at Shore Foundation Community Fellowship Church um, and a great friend of mine. I just want to welcome uh, to my listeners, uh, Pastor Joseph Hill. What's going on, man? What's going on? What's going on? Like like you said, finally, finally get to do the, do the show, do the podcast. I'm excited. <laughs> God is good. Definitely, man. It, um, it's just, it's a blessing. It's a blessing to have you on. Um, so um, with all the stuff going on in the world, uh, I know people want us to jump right in, but I would like to kind of, you know, talk about how, how we met. How, how did we get to know each other? How did we meet? Um, <laughs> uh, that's, that's, like you said earlier, um, before Christ and after Christ, um, we had met in the city um, back in when I was doing promotions and doing things in, in the nightclubs and all that stuff, you were security in and all whatever. Um, so you were the protector then, um, but we was in the world. <laughs> um, but then we, um, God um, allowed us to link back up um, at Burnett Heritage Christian Center. Um, I remember um, for years we served over there um, in, in so many different ministries that they had um, at Heritage. I mean, it was parking lot ministry, youth ministry, ushering, um, just so many different ministries that we had within church. Um, um, but then I know that um, God had um, shifted you and lifted you to go into ministry your own self. Um, and at that time, I had left um, Heritage as well and went to um, another ministry at that time. And um, I got ordained as a um, as a minister and a, and a pastor and stuff over at another um, ministry. Um, but then that church ended up um, transferring or about to, they moved from out of Colorado to go to another state. And God didn't call me to leave. Right. Um, so I remember uh, one um, time I was praying and saying, God, I need you to send me to another church um, that um, is going to be beneficial for me. And I ended up running into you at a Walmart <laughs> um, after praying. <laughs> wow. um, it was like I prayed it and walked right into you. Um, and you let me know about your ministry and church that had um, been birthed up and asked me to come by. And um, I said, I definitely was um, stop by. And, um once I stopped by, I, I, I've been there ever since. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, God is good. And, and this is definitely was a divine appointment. And I'm, I'm blessed that I was at the right place at the right time to be reconnected with you. Amen. Definitely, man. And we've been rocking ever since doing ministry together, you know, um, both, you know, in the church and outside of the church. Uh, oh, yeah. Man, it, it's, it's, it's been awesome, man. Um, so, oh, yeah. uh, Tell the people just a little bit about yourself personally. Um, what do you, what do, what do you what do people need to know about Pastor Joe or just Joe? You know. <laughs> um, I like how you just said that. Um, 
many people in the world and everybody knows that I'm Pastor Joe, but I want people to know Joseph. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm, my name is Joseph Lee Hill. Yes. Um, and what I want you to know about Joseph is that I am an overcomer. Um, that um, I have tasted both sides. Um, I have lived faithfully in the world and had the opportunity to, to do many things in the world. Um, but the, one of my key phrases that I say is, but God. But God. Um, <laughs> but God, he kept me when I didn't know that I was needed to be kept. Um, and he, he, he helped me when I didn't know that I needed help. And he showed me divine love. He, he showed me who he was in the state of mind of what I was doing in the world. And ever since I have converted over to God fully, 100%, and I say fully and 100% because when I rededicated my life back at 25, I did not rededicate um, everything that I was doing. Right. Um, I still held on to worldly customs and worldly traits uh, because I thought that it would be okay um, to serve God and to continue to serve man. Um, but God, once again, says mm. um, through all that I went through, through all that I've been through, and through all that I will continue to go through, I am learning that God is not only so real, he is faithful, and he is not the enemy. He is there um, there to help, guide, protect, lead, show, and do all that we can ever imagine if we just rely on him, trust in him, and give ourselves fully unto him. So a little bit of myself is just mainly that, is that God's kept me, and God has shown me um, who I am, who I was, and who I am to become. Um, and I just tell the listeners that um, if you know me, you know who I was and what I did and what I used to do. And to see what God is doing in my life now and how God is doing it, you will know that God is real. Because um, he changed a ratchet man like me to be one of the strongest servant men of God to walk this planet right now. Amen. Uh, because I, I can say that I am one. <laughs> That's truly after his heart. So I, I praise God for that. Amen. And we praise God for that because it's been a blessing to not only my life, but my family, to people connected to me. Um, you know, when, when God saves us, we don't know how much of an impact we're going to make on other people and how much of an inspiration we're going to be to other people. Which brings me to how did DTB start? Where did that come from? What was the concept? What What was it that God was saying to you when this came about? Um, um, about um, 11 years ago, um, at the, the church that I was at at that time, the church was um, called um, As One Ministry. And it was headed by uh, Pastor Ed, um, Terrell uh, Martin. And they had a, um, they had a, um, a praise team that was global, that did a lot of traveling, very known, very powerful praise team. And we got to go, I got to, I was being a minister under there, and one of the things that I got to do is that they had, as a band, and they had um, breakdown areas where the music would play, and they'd be like, uh, Minister Joe, get up here and just dance. And um, <laughs> I got to get up and freely dance the way, you know, at that time of what I love to do. And one of the things that God had told me when he, when I converted over to him, he was just like, um, I'm going to rebirth you and remake you, um, and I'm going to show you that what the world thought was for their glory, I'm going to show you how you can turn it for my glory. Wow. So it was certain things that he didn't take from me. He didn't take away my dance um, because he knew that in my heart I loved to dance. So 
I got to dance, dance, dance at all these different things. And one night, that guy was just sitting there to me, and it was my nephew at that time, um, and my godson. Uh, we were sitting there, and he just birthed his name. He said, "Dare to believe." Hmm. And I was like, "God, what do you mean, dare to believe?" And he was just like, "I'm going to create something in you that we're going to dare people to believe in me." Wow. And I was just like, "Okay." And he was just like, "So don't worry about what people say. Don't worry about what people do. I'm gonna give you a platform that." dance you will be able to get the attention of people um and that will be able to be the presentation for you to open up who i am like daring them to to believe back in jesus christ wow um and ever since then i didn't know (laughs) it was going to blow up to be to where we are now um i just knew that god gave me something and I, I share this with the listener is understanding that when God gives you something, understand that it's God's it's God's ministry. Yes. Um, and yes. when He gave it to me, it wasn't something for me for show, for glory, for my own personal gain. It was His ministry, and He ever since birthed this, I am one to sit there and say, "Dare to believe is not Joseph Hill. Dare to believe is not remember. Dare to believe is is, is Jesus Christ's ministry, and we are led by Him. We are." by him we are we do everything by him and and it's read just exactly the way the bible says a ministry is supposed to be read so dare to believe is god's ministry and amen. that's why dare to believe is where we are today because of god amen amen and and, and you've gotten to travel you've won awards uh, all kinds of things have happened um based upon one small step of obedience to just do what god said do and trust him through the ups and downs um, uh, of ministry. Um, who are some of the examples or inspirations for you when you were starting out in ministry? Um, well, I have a couple, Hmm. um, like when I was, when I first started with ministry and stuff, um, I know it'd be crazy. I mean, I have my, my pastor and um, when they first started, which is Terrell and all that, but my inspiration, I, I, at that time, it was like I had like my grandma was the inspiration, my mom was the inspiration, um, and then like I watched, um, I watched a lot of uh, pastors and stuff on TV. So like I liked it, uh, Pastor um, the Plant is at that time. Um, Jesse, um, <laughs> Jesse, Jesse, because and as long as I, I like that, because Jesse had a, a sense of humor that he was just it was he was himself. He was laugh, he made you laugh, he made jokes, but he brought the word and. You know, T.D. Jakes as well. And, you know, Carlo Dollar was a, a, a strong influence. Um, Bishop Leonard at that time was. And then, to really be honest, my, my stroke of inspiration um, became you. I'm apostle, to really wow. be honest. Um, at that time, before you were even apostle, Pastor Anthony, um, you took me under your wings. And I had people that I can watch, but I didn't have a physical aspect of a man um, image in my life to show me how mm. to do this. Um and once God um, connected you, uh, connected me with you, you was probably one of my strongest inspirations um, to show me, to teach me, to discipline me, to correct me, to get me to where I am today, um, and to show me the right way. Um, and I'm, I'm, I'm forever thankful for that. Um, besides God, you know, in His Word, you know, I, I can I can truly say that you, um, you, um, elect lady, you know, y'all y'all really remade me, birthed me, and helped me to get on this path that where I am, and I haven't left, and I've grown to who I am today because of that. 
Wow, very, very humbling um, to, to, to hear those words um, because we have had the opportunity to, to watch you grow. You know, a lot of people can judge from the outside, but like you said, seeing the behind the scenes and the development and the growth um, and, and the man that you've become um, through Christ, you know, and, and us having the opportunity to just, you know, help be a part of that, you know, but God has really given the increase in your life. And I think a lot of people would say, you know, Pastor Joe is a real man of God, um, you know, through his failures, through his faults, he's a, a true man of God because he's still standing, still believing, still daring to believe, you know, uh, in Jesus Christ, a hundred percent. Um, so you had a major, major, major event, um, uh, this past week, uh, over a week ago, uh, actually you just got off a plane, uh, two days ago, actually, um, to get back in town. Um, tell us about this manifestation con conference. What was that like? What was, how did it come about? Um, just give us some highlights, uh, of, of this incredible conference. Okay. Um, manifestation, um,
coming in with just so many different things was touched and was met and God um, um, paid us a visit and we got to see his manifestation take place for three days um, and amazing deliverance that you would have, I mean, we can speak about it, but you would have had to been there to actually experience it and really know what was going on. I know there's videos and everything that's going up and people's talking about it, but the healing encounter was just that, can you get to this place, this hospital, the church, so you can be healed? Um, so that's really what the manifestation was about. And yeah, it was, it was, it was mind blowing. It was, it was definitely, it was one that I will always remember, not only because I was an instructor and a teacher there, but the experience to see God move and heal people instantly at that time, at that moment. I mean, I remember there was like, I mean, to the quick testimony on one lady, she was sitting there, older lady, and, and she couldn't stand up. She, like, um, she just thought at that moment, I got to get up and go to the hospital mm. um, because um, the doctors were saying that she was going to need hip, um, hip replacement and stuff. Um, but something, the spirit told her to get up and we start just, just praying and praising God and watching, um, to saying, no, this is, you know, this is your time now. And then she, so she started walking and started walking and she started wow. feeling better and she started praising God. And I remember her coming up to me and she was just hugging me or whatever. And she was yeah. just like, I don't want to go to the hospital. I don't, I don't, I don't want to go to get a hip replacement. I don't want to do this. And I'm hugging her. And I just said, mama, you're at the hospital now, but you're yeah. in Jesus name. And she just stood up and just started shouting. And it was just like, you're watching that right before my eyes is like we in the hospital you know we if you sick come and get healed by god right now that you know that was just part of things that was just happening out there man it was it was really amazing i mean when god sets up a divine appointment you know and people flock there and meet meet god there it's like in john chapter five where the waters were troubled and yeah. when the water gets troubled you better jump in you better jump in <laughs> Amen. It's definitely a, a blessing. And I bet you there's there's probably hundreds more testimonies um, of what God was doing there. Um, talk to me about the young men. You had made a post about the young men and what God was doing. Talk to me a little bit about that. I had the privilege to, um, that was one of the reasons that I was invited down there is that there were two classes that I had to teach. One was behind the mask and the other one was uh, men that worship. Mm. Um, so God gave me the opportunity, um, right before we left, um, I did a men who worship here in Colorado. Um, we had a pre-rally and God met us at that rally and it was like amazing. It was like the older, younger, or the, the teenagers and the young, young men and older men, like we all came together and bless God. And so going down there the week um, afterwards, I was like just amped up and fired. It's like, God, you met us in Colorado, meet us in, in Vegas. And, um, and so I got to have this class. And in this class, it was so many young men um, from ages. I think the youngest one that was in it was probably six, five or six um, to the oldest. Um, but um, they came together and we got a song and God gave us a song um, to minister, which was a melody that had three, a three-part song. But to see the young men come together in there, they was humble, they was ready to listen, they um, was they was they were so connected to saying, "What must I do to become a man of God? To be to stay as a man of God and to learn to be a man of God?" And you know, to be able to teach them not only a dance but to pour into them um, scripture and word and 
then even pray. I put a video up that um, instantly, because everybody just, you know, they supposed to be in their own class. They come into the sanctuary where we are, and everybody's watching and seeing just the men worship God. Um, and it was so mind-blowing. And then I just said immediately to stop. I said, everybody just point their hands to these young men. And I just said, God, you know, just as they are in this place right now, you know, growing and learning, that I need you to wake up the men of God that is there that's truly walking this out. And I said, allow these men to come and trouble them with questions and words and to make them feel so uncomfortable that they will be eager and want to get up and to say, let me help these young men and let's get back into the place where God has called us to be. Let's get back into the place um, as headship and be that example. Um, and from the practice on to the night that we got the minister, man, it was once the young men got that, the poor uh, uh, outpour hit the church, and it became instant, instantly became um, like a, a, a altar call, um, mm. and it's just men from to different areas, different places coming to the altar, crying, pouring out, man. It was it was like an amazing sight just to see the men finally come up and take their rightful place. Amen. Um, it's it just a powerful thing to to hear, you know, about the things that God was doing there. Um, there truly, it truly was a manifestation, you know, it truly was an opportunity um, for God to do what he does. Um, so I, I think this is very interesting and very needed right now in this time and season. What was it like traveling um, in such a dangerous time? Because from what I understand, um, the uh they actually started shutting things down right after you left they started shutting right. down the travel yeah um uh travel was it was interesting um because before we left there was many people that was i know that was here from colorado um that was supposed to be going and you know all that and you know people is pulling out and oh we're not going and you know, that place, you know, the airport has got, you know, the coronavirus and all these different places. People start naming stuff and saying, we're not going because these places have, you know, they have a, there's an outbreak in Vegas. There's this and whatever. And I think our mindset was like, wait a minute. We can't just focus on that area and say that these places have these outbreaks, but yet we neglect the fact or we don't focus on there was outbreaks already taking place here in Colorado. Um, and we, you know, the way God helped us get through it, yes, we took precaution. Yes, we had our hand sanitizer. Yes, we had, you know, the mask. Yes, we had, the, um, you know, soap in. You know, we were very, you know, cautious and stuff. But one thing that I've learned with this, and, and I shared with everybody that was coming with us, because about 20 of us that went, is that when God has called us to come and do something, we are to operate in trust and the faith in him. And if we're operating in faith, we cannot operate in fear at the same time. And with fear going on is that many people start operating in a fear. And I think our mindset wasn't, we didn't focus on what was taking place. We knew that we was covered by God. We knew that God was with us. Now, we're not saying, oh, yeah, we're unstoppable and we're, you know, like the, the coronavirus is not going to get us. Right, anymore. right, right. It wasn't nothing like that. It was just our mind wasn't, we wasn't focused on what was going on. Um now around us, um, you will see so many people that was, you know, in masks, walking in all these suits and all whatever. And those are the things that's around you that will cause people to panic and go 
uh, ballistic because you're seeing what others look like. But um, God allowed us to get down there. We, like I said, we took precaution. We did what we supposed to do. We sprayed lights on. We wiped our stuff down. Um, we got down there. And I think the mindset of everybody that was going was we just need to get to this manifestation to have this encounter. So our focus wasn't on the global, on the world, and what was taking place. Um, we was focused on getting to God's place and taking care of what was supposed to take place there. Um, so once we got there, did everything, um, once we got done, I remember once we got done, uh, it was that Sunday that there was there was uh, phone calls and everything. And they had already um, said to Vegas, there was like in 72 hours, we're going to shut everything down. Right, right. So we, was, <laughs> so we was already looking like, okay, so 72 hours compared to once we got done, that announcement went done. So it was like Sunday night we got done. The, the, the text and the message went out 72 hours from the time we got once manifestation was over. They said 72 hours. So we looking like, oh, so we could have, you know, some of us was getting out that Monday night. Our ticket, our flight was going to get, um, we had to leave Saturday or Tuesday morning at 6. So we were just watching and we're doing everything. And, you know, our, our whole conversation was like, God, if you brought us here, you'll bring us home safe covered us you got us we know that we're covered by you so we got to the airport um got on safe got home once we literally got home I know. <laughs> we heard that they like they that i think earlier on that afternoon or that night they start shutting everything down all casinos i, I i've been I'm, I'm 41 years old and to know that all of vegas has been shut down <laughs> Done. casinos been shut down wow all hotels i mean everything was just shut down and then they started with stop with flight. So we was like, thank you, God. You allowed us to get home safe to get to our place before everything started happening. So it's just, just watching the world. I mean, being in it, I just think that our focus was to do what God said and to get home. And now that we're home, it's just now we're getting to see what we're being, it's like we're being caught up. Right, right. What is going through and what they're seeing and what they're, what's happening. So we're like, wow. You know, this is crazy. This is really happening. You know, it's like when we was going, that uh, that wasn't our focus. But now that we're home, we're realizing how serious it really is. Yeah. So, um, which brings me to the end. We got about five minutes uh, to wrap this conversation up. Um, how should we be praying for churches um, and ministries um, in this time of uncertainty? What would, what would you say um, we should be praying for uh, people doing ministry right now? sum it up in three words um, and I just put it up the other day um, Mike real quick I'm sorry um, hold on real quick the three words what I would say for the people is don't don't be disobedient when you need to be obedient that's the main thing the three words that um, God placed on my heart and I was reading yesterday is listen and trust and obey Amen. I think, I think the body needs to listen to God Listen to sound doctrine. Listen to what the government and everybody is saying. If they're saying, don't go nowhere, don't do this, don't do that, listen to what they're telling you to do. Uh, don't think that you're all big and bad. We watched a video the other day of people that's all out in Florida, and they saw the, the youth and everybody's like, if I catch corona, I catch it, but I'm not about to stop living my life. And I'm just like, the beaches and everything is still filled up with all this stuff. Right. And all I have to say is- And Florida's numbers are going up. <laughs> Yeah, it's like it's crazy. So all I can just say for the church is that we just continue to pray, 
we continue to know that God is on our side. We continue to, uh, I went back and started studying Matthew 24. Yep, and me too. And these things is going to happen, but it's just like one of those Luke things. Luke 21, Matthew 24, yeah. Um, and that's why I said we just got to trust the process. We got to trust God. We got to know what God, he, he knows what's, in, what's going on. We know he can, he can stop this instantly. We know that whatever's going on, God is in control. And let's just be obedient. Let's just obey the spirit and obey the laws of the land and just be safe. The biggest thing is that in order in order for people to be safe is that we got to take safety within ourselves. And we got to take the initial steps and not put ourselves in harm or in danger or put anybody else. So, so yeah. So with, with the last, stay safe. so with the last three minutes, um, I just want to take some time. I want to have you pray um, for our churches and our ministries in Colorado. And then we're going we're gonna to wrap it up. This has been amazing. Um, I hope that everybody that hears this is encouraged by the things that you're saying. Um, so I would like for you to go ahead and, and, and just pray us out. Amen. <laughs> okay. Father God, we just thank you right thank now. You, um, Father God, for a time of what we're in right now. And the key word I said is we thank you. And many people may not understand why it's important to thank you. It's because we, when we thank you, that means that we are knowing that there is one higher than us that is capable and able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we can ever imagine. Yes, God. Right now, Father God, we ask that your hand from heaven comes down and you just put your hand on the churches, Father God, the believer, Father God, even the non-believer, that Father God, that people will come to know you in this, Father God, to know that the world is shutting down and not able to go to sports or, um, games or to concerts or to all these different things, restaurants and stuff. They're being put into a place where all they have to do is now ask who you are and what you you are capable of doing. I pray that people are saved. I pray that people is healed. I pray that people is delivered. I pray that through this alarm that is hitting the world right now, Father God, that it can be a scare tactic, but Father God, it is bringing people to know that God, you are able, Father God. I pray for a cleansing, Father God, not only for the individual to yes, be on what cleansing is supposed to be, washing our hands and sterilizing things and, and, and cleaning things up around us, but Father God, that we take this spiritually and saying, God, you're telling us to clean up our acts. Father God, yes, that we God. are to clean up the things that is destroying the world, Father God. I pray, Father God, for, like I said, delivering, healing, and a change. I pray, Father God, for testimonies to come out of this. Those that is even being impacted and being hit with the virus, that they will come out stronger than ever, and they will know that, God, that you are a healer, Father God, because many people are going through this, and a vaccine has not even took place yet. But, Father God, through this, they can see that, God, you are real, and that you are able, and you are a healer. So heal our land, Father God. Heal the churches. Definitely here in Colorado, Father God. Touch us. Let us to be an example, Father God. Because um, outbreak can happen, but Father God, that means they can allow you to come in and break. Break this this spirit. Break this attack. Break this thing that is hitting our world right now. And we know that it is able. We know that you are capable. And we know that it is done. We just have to take the initial step in what is taking place. And we have to trust you. We have to listen to you. And we have to obey all things that is coming from you. We thank you for this time. Thank you for the renewing of the world. And we know that it is counted done in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 God bless you, man. And God bless you to my listeners. Remember to love your neighbor as yourself. Love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. And love your neighbor as yourself. God bless you till we talk again. Thank you so much, Pastor Joe, for coming on. Um, man, it's been a blessed show. God bless, man. And I'll talk to you soon. All right, Pastor. Love you. God bless everybody. All right. God bless.